Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Radio Geonosis, where we talk about Star Wars from a certain point of view. I'm Angie. I'm Aaron. What's going on, you guys? And today, we're going to be talking about our top 10 Star Wars weapons. But before we do that, we're going to be going to all the hot happenings of the past week. And we do have an audience here today. <laughs> <laughs> so if you hear people talking, that's our live audience today. That's what we're going to chalk it up as. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm all right with that. He is a cutie. <laughs> but we're going to be talking about, first let's get to to San Diego Comic-Con. How was it? It was absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. I didn't sleep very much. Mm. Um, I went to the 501st Bash on Friday, and that was so much fun. <laughs> I don't think I've danced like that in a long time. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Yes. So it was it was definitely a lot of fun. Okay, so we were at the 501st Bash, and you know there was a lot of partying, a lot of, a lot of everything. They had a really cool um, silent auction. My friend John was trying to get a helmet, and unfortunately was not able to. He got outbid, but uh, we all in all we had a really good time. He had he came home with a blaster. Um, I actually two of the things I really wanted was a book. So I got the Thrawn Alliance book. It was one of the special, uh, like the special covers on it. So and it was signed. And then I also got a Revan Black Series. So I was and that's really, what you want. Yeah, yes, I wanted that. <laughs> that's the one you missed out on the opportunity to get. Yes. The, the, but that was due to, was it due to overthinking the first time? Yes. Because well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was $20 and I thought, okay, I'll go. I didn't have cash on me and I didn't want to use my card. And I thought, okay, I'll come back tomorrow. Never do that. Yeah. If you see it, if you have to pay for it with a card, just do it. I did the same thing with that with the Keyblade, but it was a little bent. But I, I wanted it. It was 25 bucks. I should have just bought it, but I didn't get it. Yeah. I, but I was thinking too much. Yeah, obviously. you sometimes do that. And then while I was at the anime um, convention, my friend John got me the um, the sword from uh, Legolas. So I have that in my Lord of the Rings hey, you collection. Took a picture. You took yes, a picture of that, too. Yes, isn't yeah, that yeah, cool? Yeah, yeah, that looked pretty It was beautiful. Yeah, I'm like, I saw them. I wanted to cry. <laughs> <laughs> but he gave that to me in San Diego. Okay. And uh, we happened to be in a hotel room with uh, eight or it was eight of us in there. And I thought, okay, where am I going to put this sword? <laughs> <laughs> but you, you put a night. You have a nice spot for it set yes, out, set out right yes. on the desk. Because I'm, I'm an, a Lord of the Ring fan as well. So I have some dolls, posters, books. I have mm. the ring, the One Ring. The One Ring. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and um, I just have a few other things. I have a lot of the Hobbit stuff. I have a. Um, Arwen crown that I, I actually wore for, um, uh, I think I was at Comic-Con for that one. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, just a lot of my Lord of the Ring stuff. You yeah. know, I have another sword on there, books, that kind of thing. So Yeah, yeah, you're decked out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when my daughter moved out, I, I dubbed that room the Lord of the Ring room. <laughs> oh, did you? Oh, yes. so there's like a name for it and there's everything. There's a name for it in my <laughs> So, did you have a question about? Well, well, I I seen that Comic Con was epic this year. It was like a different energy around. Would you say? Would you say so? That there oh, was, definitely. Yeah, and 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 the comic book world lost. Um, I wanted. I, that's what I want to kind of say. With start off this episode with uh, John Schnepp, For those who might not know him, he was gonna direct the 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 movie in the mid nineties, the Superman movie with Nicolas Cage that was rumored. They even got in like post production, but it was pulled from underneath him just because I I feel I believe the um the studio didn't believe that it was gonna work. They didn't trust his vision, um. But he's just an all around comic book enthusiast, 
uh, for the culture, for the comic book community, uh, the movie world as well. So rest in peace, John Schnepp. Um, that was like, that came out of nowhere. And at, at the, uh, the Los Angeles Comic Con, my friend Alex, um, the, 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 one of my hosts for the Rotation podcast, um, had like an hour long conversation with him last oh, year. Oh, wow. So that was pretty, that was pretty crazy. So one can only imagine, you know, what it would have been like if, we would have been able to see that with Nicolas Cage. Yeah. It might have, you know, a lot of people didn't like him in the in the other movie. Was it um, 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 Ghost Rider? They yeah, didn't yeah, like yeah. him in yeah, Ghost Rider. I, I do. I like Nicolas Cage. I've watched his career all the way from Valley Girl. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, he's done some pretty good ones. And I, you know, you never know. You just never know how people are going to shine or maybe flop and stuff like that. And, you know, we've seen some, Batman's that were less less lustrous. I yeah, yeah, that's say. no, no, no. That's true. That's true. Val Kilmer. Sorry. Yeah, so <laughs> turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> but you never know, you know. And so there was a lot of things unveiled there. There was a lot of. Uh, I guess there's going to be another Godzilla movie. Yes. And then there's going to be a Nightwing sh- TV show about Robin. Yeah, it's, and it the, the Titans, looks the Titans, so good. The Titans. So, was there a lot of pan, a lot of panels for those shows? A lot of yes, a lot of first time sneak previews and everything yes. like that. Yes, and that's what that's what Comic Con is all about. Is that exactly they sh- they show all these sneak previews. Um, you have guests that you never would have expected to to come to some of the different things. And while I was at um, the uh, the Her Universe fashion show, they had some Doctor Who clothes. You know, because they do you know geek couture. And mm-hmm. who was it? The next doctor. She was on there. Oh, she really? Was, yeah, she was on there with Ashley on Eckstein. So oh, wow. that was really cool. Aquaman even got show uh, preview there. Yes. The preview for Aquaman. The trailer for Aquaman. Got another Venom movie picture leaked at Comic-Con this yeah. year, too. And now there's now the, it, it, it forced the director to talk about um, the R-rated rating he has planned for it. So like, Wow. Yeah, so yeah, Comic-Con is still... it's. I'm making it seem like it hasn't done it, but it's still meant for all that. Outside of comics, the movie world too is is getting really, really involved with Comic Con. Yeah, it originally it originally started um, with just the comic books, and it was in a small area, a trade show almost. Right, right, exactly. And then in the in the seventies, late seventies, early eighties, Star Wars got on board. Yeah, and so there, there's where the starting of the movies mm-hmm. is when you saw the Star Wars come on board, and they've I think they've been there from pretty much the get go. Yeah, and yeah. so now then now it was different movies premiered. Now I mean when I was there in 2008, they were premiering or they were doing the thing for Twilight. So mm-hmm. I mean everything, anything goes. Um, every year that I've been there, now I hadn't gone in a few years um, since 2013. I wasn't able to go because I wasn't able to get a, pa- a badge. But um, it was always, you know, the Big Bang Theory was there. I did yeah, not see yeah. them there. But I, I have to say, you know, I, was, I thought I was going to do some interviews there, but I think I was more in awe with everything. I mean, I just, I passed by so many different things, and I'm going to have to show you the Deadpool thing, the Deadpool Chuck E. Cheese thing. Oh, yeah, that was pretty that. cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, I mean, just all kinds of, you know, you go to, I, I even saw Bumblebee there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, there was just so many different things. I, I think I was more in awe with everything, just looking at it all. And I went preview night, and 
I was walking around and just in just pretty much in a daze because it was so much going on. Yes, man. but it was awesome. There's a lot to soak in. Yes, when you're at, when you're at this con, I don't know if any of our listeners, viewers, or have ever been to a con, but like there's a lot to soak in. Yes, exactly. A lot of things you grow you growing up watching, people you growing up seeing, they, they could be just walking right past you, and you have to like stop here and then stop there and then. Stop here. So it's a lot to, to soak in when you're at these cons. So. Oh, yeah. There's a there's so much going on. And, I mean, so many different panels and so many different things. I mean, it was just I had a, a list of all these things I wanted to go to. I wanted to go to the OneRing.net panel. I wanted to go to they had some sort of rebel game going on. And I wanted to go to that. And I wasn't able to go to any of this. I wanted to go to the science of Star Wars. But if I had done that, I would have missed the 501st bash. Oh, so yeah, I didn't yeah. want to do that. Yeah, you know, you don't want to miss your 501st. <laughs> <laughs> I heard those bashes get pretty crazy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. But, you know, they I wanted to do all these panels, but it was impossible. The one I, I was really happy that I went to was the Clone Wars anniversary panel because I was just blown away at, at all the, the artwork that they showed. And then they showed the where um, Ahsoka leaves Anakin and leaves the Jedi Order. I was crying. I was trying not to do that, but because I, I was in costume, yeah. And I had this makeup on. I had my contacts <laughs> on. <laughs> but we, with that, we had John and I and his and his friend Carlos. He, they were dressed as clones, and I was dressed as the Night Sister. We had gone to the panel, but they can't sit down because of that armor does not allow them to sit gotcha. down. Yeah, yeah. So we had to stand in the back, and so they kept telling us, "You can't stand back here." So he's like, what am I supposed to do? I cannot sit down. So they took us behind the curtain where all the movie stars go through. Yeah. So we were like, what uh, are we doing back here? But it was awesome. It was VIP treatment. Because we got That's to exactly see Dave Fioni pass by. We got to see Ashley and all of the all of the crew, all of the the actors, the voice actors from Clone Wars. Yeah. But then is. they let us go. When, once they were out on the t- uh, at the table, we walked back out. And we were watching all the, you know, the different things. They showed that scene. They showed the artwork. They showed all these different things. And then they showed it at the end. They showed Clone Wars. Clone Wars saved. And, I mean, everybody was screaming. Everybody was so excited. So I, I'm so happy it's coming back. Yeah. And, and we were dressed in perfect costumes for that. Oh, really? Yes. To, to, to represent, to, yeah. Yes, and my friend Josh was dressed as, um, he was dressed as Obi-Wan. He is a perfect Obi-Wan. And uh, I was just, and my friend was Ahsoka. I mean, there was just so, it was amazing. It was an amazing moment. And then later on, we were taking pictures. I got interviewed by uh, um, a few d- different um, places. And um, then I got some pictures. I ended up on GameSpot. But while we were doing that, Dave Fioni came out. And he was, Filoni, I'm sorry, Filoni. He w- yeah, he, he came out. And he started talking to everybody. I was bummed I didn't, p- didn't get a picture with him, but I put in a request for more Night Sisters. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> How did he feel? He's like, are you putting in your request right now? I said, I sure am. <laughs> but I wish I had gotten a picture with him. I've already taken a picture with him. Oddly enough, at the, um, it was in, at the Disney studio, mm-hmm. and it was for the premiere of... Um, the Rebels, it was season two finale when Ahsoka fights Anakin. In, in, with the, with the pyramid dropping? With the, yes, yes, it was yes. that. I was there to see that and I talked to him about how I felt about Anakin and Ahsoka and I, and I honestly think that he loved a f- very few people. He loved his mother, he loved um, Padme, Padme for and sure. he loved Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Yeah. 
Yeah, he loved her. I don't know if they would have ever had a love connection, but he had a very deep love for her. Yeah. It, it, it was on, I think their relationship was like right on the lines of like big brother, little sister. Yeah, yeah. It was very, uh, you could tell that, you know, there there was a, something there and a, and a big connection between the two. But I think she, you know, in watching it, I think she had a little bit of a, a little bit of a crush on, on him. him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of, and I think that could also being who he is to other other people. When when people mention Anakin Skywalker, like there's times where like other you know women or even men were like, oh, the Anakin Skywalker, like he is the guy. He oh is yeah, the best pilot. The be-, you know what I mean. So right. yeah, that that's natural. That's the one, come, the one. <laughs> <laughs> but the look in his, what I liked about that scene though was how you. It was kind of alludes to what we were just saying, like how he's the one. But when he seen Ahsoka, he wanted to pass out. He was tripping out. He was yes, like, and so was so was Obi Wan Kenobi. She turned around. She was she turned around. And it was like a sense of like a, a this. She's always been confident, but the with her arms folded and the confidence looking. Oh, up, you're like, talking about the, the Clone Wars clip. save. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I that was like the highlight. Um, seeing that, yes, seeing that was 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 pretty crazy. I don't know how many times I watched that clip. Oh, you could watch it over and over. It's just amazing. I cried. I mean, I was crying, and I was trying not to cry. Like I said, I had my contacts in, my co- you know, my makeup on because I had to wear all white on my face because I was a night sister, and yeah. just was I, I was just in awe. We didn't get very far. We walked. It took us an hour to walk back to the hotel, and it was just across the way because people stopped us for pictures the entire way. The entire time. The okay. entire way. So it was. I think that's really thrilling when people are so excited to see you in these costumes and they want to take a. Oh, it's just amazing. It was. It was one of the best times I've ever had. And John was like one of my best partners. We had such a good time. Yeah. Yes. So I, I'm telling Aaron that he needs to come next year. I will be there next yes. year. Yes. Like, there's gonna, no doubt in my mind. We're going to definitely work on that. I'll be at LA, the LA Comic Con too. Yeah. That's year. coming this up. And we're yeah. going to, I think we're going to, we're going to have a booth and uh, we're going to, I believe we're going to be doing a show, but we're going to be at the Long Beach um, Con, which is coming up in September. And we're going to be, we're going to do the show right there at the booth. Oh, really? Yeah, we're going to do oh, the show. Wow. Usually we do it on a stage, but this time we'll do it at booth. To me, it's a little bit uh, easier to do it there. It's not as, you know, not as um, nerve-wracking because sometimes I get up on that stage and I'm a nervous wreck. But, you know, there it's a little bit more of a comfortable, you know, you're just practicing, you're just doing your thing. So that should be, you know, that should be great. I'm, I'm, I'm actually debating on just doing some interviews outside the Long Beach Con, though. I'm thinking about doing it. I I say you I you know what if I have to I'll <laughs> yeah. get you a ticket so you can get in. That's what I'll do. <laughs> I'm thinking about really doing some interviews. Yeah, the, yeah. You could go and you know time. do it. You know, it's hard for me when I'm working the booth because I cannot stop what I'm doing well, or actually, we're doing you're, demos. You're popular in this world. <laughs> you are the go. You are the queen of this world. So no. of course, so absolutely, you're busy. I understand. No, that. I felt like the room mom at this past weekend, but that was okay. <laughs> oh, did you have to keep everybody in order? Was no, there? I, I think I I made sure everyone had food. I was making sure we were all going. You know. And everybody was doing their thing. Everybody had a plan. There was I. I was amazed at how many people got up early to go to different panels. Yeah. I just kind of helped out. I was more the room mom. You hear that, people? <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? I was the room mom, <laughs> but that was okay. But we did have. Um, there's all new books. 
There's all new comics coming mm -hmm. out. So that was really, I mean, everything is un unveiled there. I exactly. think they wait. It's almost like Christmas. Yeah. You know, there's a new book coming out. It's with Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. It's going to be called Master and the Apprentice by Claudia Gray. She's written books like Lost Star and Bloodline, Leia, Princess of Alderaan. So I think we're we're leaving that that book is going to be in some pretty good hands. Yeah. So I, I think that's going to be good. And then also the new Thrawn Alliance book was released at San Diego, and that one came with a special cover and a pin. Oh really? Yeah, it came with one of those pins that showed like the um, like what uh, Tarkin wears. Okay, yeah, yeah. But it yeah, was yeah. just a little teeny metal one, so it was really cool. So and then um, E. K. Johnson, the writer of Ahsoka, she was at the Rebel. Um, um, Excuse me, the Rebel Legion Sunrider booth signing books. Okay. So that's really cool. See, that I, I really wish I was there. They have book <laughs> signings. They, you know, they, they were going to have um, one of the things that I wanted to go to was a book signing. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't able to do that either. I mean, I was just kind of sad that I didn't get to do all those things. But the other stuff that I did was even better. Yeah. You know, and being able to go to the fashion show. At first, I had got there late, so I didn't get inside. And then some people left, and I went to the door and asked the lady. I said, please, just let me go inside. I, I just, I'll be real quiet, I promise. And she goes, all right, just go ahead and go in. Because I think it was better since I was by myself. Yeah, absolutely. So I was able to go into the fashion show. And the, the fashion that some of the people did was amazing. amazing yeah. yeah. One yeah. girl, she did her dress based on Space Mountain. Oh, really? Yeah, the big white. Yeah, yeah. Her dress was based on that. I mean, it was some of the stuff. And then one of them did uh, the dress... As far as um, The Last Jedi, you know, when they're going through that red, the yeah, red yeah. rocks? Mm -hmm. She made a dress that kind of, I, I can't even explain kinda it. Kind of emulated that? Yes, or? it was red at the bottom. It was white. It had ships on it. It was amazing. It was amazing. The dedication, though. Yes. That's what I appreciate. I appreciate that about the cosplay and the costumes, the, the dedication. That And some people work on their costumes for months prior oh, yeah. to cons, too. So that's, yeah. pretty, that's pretty insane. Some people, it takes like a year to make that stuff. Yeah. Because, you know, for me to do the Night Sister belt alone took me 16 hours. Oh, my God. But that's because I, I hand sewed it because I didn't have a machine. Yeah. And some costumes take six months to do. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I imagine that some, some of the stuff that goes down that runway, it, it probably took a year. Yeah, yeah easy, absolutely. Year, easy, you know, because you have to get your it. inspiration. Then you got, you know, these people are making it from scratch. There's no patterns. Yeah. So they're making it everything from scratch. And three girls, one, and... The, the dresses that one were, I was like, wow, I just was in, <laughs> how, how do they make these things, you know, because I can sew a couple of things, but there's no way, I can't not sew that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and these yeah. people are so talented. Yeah, that's insane. But that's there is uh, Ashley's line, which is her universe, and if you've never checked it out, I would tell you, check it out. It's some of the best stuff. She, it's going to have some Clone Wars to it. Mm -hmm. She has an Ahsoka dress. She had these beautiful purple jackets. I, I wanted everything. <laughs> but I just, you know, I just had to tell myself, you can't yeah, buy yeah, that. This, you this, can't buy that. I wanted the Nixon watches. Angie. They had Star Wars Nixon watches I wanted really bad. But, so you, you had know. the good angel and like the devil on your yeah, shoulder. Like, yeah, I had good the, and bad Angie I had like, the, if I come it, home no. with this stuff, I'm going to be in so yeah. much trouble right now. <laughs> but I did come home with, like I said, my Revan doll, which I really, it's a black series. I really wanted that. Yeah. And you never, never say, okay, I'll come back for it. No, buy it then. Buy it then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you have that. Okay, so one of the big things, too, was Mark Hamill was there. Yeah, dressed, dressed as up. a stormtrooper. Dressed up. Yes. Dressed up. Yeah, which, and, and that's not uncommon. It's not unheard of. There's been 
um, directors, there's been other movie stars, singers, they all go in different costumes. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess the um, the guy that's right there, he's, uh, what is that? Um, uh, it's not oh, a bad uh, walking. Uh, what oh, was it oh, called? Yeah, Breaking Bad. Bad. Yeah, Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. looking at his doll collection over there. <laughs> um, Breaking Bad. Uh, he came dressed as the guy from Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. he had, yeah, he, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> people probably overlooked him, thinking like, oh, he's this is the guy dressed up as Walter White, but. It was actually him. I wish, I really wish I had been taking pictures of different stormtroopers because God only knows I could have been Mark. I don't know. It could have been Mark Hamill. Yes, exactly. And he was dressed in the exact stormtrooper outfit he wore in the movies. Yeah. So it was not a, it was not clone arm armor. It was not first order. It was stormtrooper. Yeah. So, I mean, he tra stayed true to form. Yeah. Which was really cool. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And then the solo movie is due to be released on uh, Blu-ray and DVD September 25th. Oh, soon. Movies are coming out faster and faster, I feel yes, like. Yes, yes. Like Black Panther came out quick. Justice League came out even quicker. Even um, even uh, Star Wars, the, 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 the Last Jedi is already on Netflix. Yeah. And I think sometimes they want to get them out because... You know, maybe maybe they don't do as good in the theater. Yeah. But you put them out on DVD the or Netflix you know on or, yeah, Netflix, yeah, and the they're going to explode. Yeah, absolutely. Because a lot of people wait. Yeah. But if you waited till now to watch it, if you saw some spoilers, I'm sorry. I was, <laughs> I was just asked on my Instagram, should I wait to go see? Should I wait till? Should I go see um, Solo now or just wait till it comes out on DVD? And I was like, go see it now. Yeah, go see it now. Movie theater experience is is really kind of cool when you. When you go in there, you know, you you may not have that surround Dolby sound at home. Mm -hmm. You're going to get that. Yeah. You know, and, and right now, I don't know if it's gone to the Dollar Theater, but you can go see it at the maybe at the Dollar Theater or the matinee. It's really yeah. hot outside, so it's a good idea to get in there and yeah, <laughs> just go, relax go, yeah, just for a relax, couple get, hours. Get a large ice and just go chill watch a movie. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> go chill. <laughs> and get out of the heat. That's yeah, for darn sure. Heat. Yeah, get out of the heat. So what else... What else do you want to ask me about the panel, the the clone, the Clone Wars panel? How was it? It w it was just amazing. I mean, it just I have not been to very many panels, mm -hmm. but that one was just it was really something. It was it was filled to the brim. At first, when we got in, there was just a few people, and I thought, okay, maybe there'll just be, you know, maybe a hundred people tops, two hundred people. Because you think about the Clone Wars, okay, this was ten years ago, you know, when the first one was released. But no, the whole thing was filled with people. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, it was just spewing with people. Now they did have a, a special poster and they handed out tickets. I wasn't able to get that yeah. because I came with the stormtroopers and we were in the back. Mm -hmm. So, um, but they they released some. They had they said they had some artwork laying around that you know they wanted to show us that some of the things and one of the things that they had was uh, Dave had um, sketched this ship. And on the on the top of the ship was like a flag, mm -hmm. but what it was is a skin of a Wookiee. Oh, really? It looked like a. He said it was just the just the skin of the. You know how they can skin a um, skin a, a a cow or skin a alligator or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's what it was. It was just the skin of a Wookiee, and I thought, oh, that's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> but he's and everybody was like, what? You know, when they saw that. But it, they had um, different sketches of. Of dis different situations that were nobody had ever seen before, just stuff that they had lying around, and yeah. so and kind of concept ideas that they were tossing around. But it was it was really cool to see what they do, what they doodle in order to get to the finished product. 
I do want to give a shout out to my my hero Academia Knights who represented us well at Comic Con this year. Well, it, it's an anime my hero that's making a huge splash in the U.S. It's a really really good show, and uh, the cosplay for that was. I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, look at it. They they represented like as far as the cosplay aspect goes, like they shut it down. <laughs> they and shut it down. The cosplay ask aspect of it was phenomenal. People just they had a Marvel panel. And, I mean, a Marvel meetup, because they do mm-hmm. meetups, right? And yeah, so yeah, they'll do yeah. all kinds of different things. The Marvel one was cool. Mm-hmm. The, they did, um, I think it was Doctor Strange, and there was like eight of them. So they did one guy stacked behind the other on stairs, and they had their hands out, you know, okay, yeah, you know going yeah. out. And that was cool. <laughs> and then my friend um, John, he went as Sugar Bear. Really? Yes, oh, it was God. so funny with suntan lotion. So, and then I was with a couple of other folks, and they one was dressed as Deadpool, and he had this um, jersey on that said "Training in Training" mm-hmm. on the back, or "Trainee" on the back. Remember how they did that in the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had that on, and I mean, his costume was so spot on. And then my, my other friend, he had his his costume was um, Wolverine, but it was the the it was like black and green. Yeah, it was that was, oh, it, was really, a, it was it was like yeah it was an alternative like uh, um, I, don't, I don't know what universe around that you that Wolverine but yeah 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 it was really cool his wife was dressed as the Punisher I'm like how I I want that I want to be able to cosplay with my husband <laughs> I'm like I, I I'm looking at both of them and I'm thinking God I, I want this <laughs> he might cosplay with you though I doubt it <laughs> you said that so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to get him in a Tarkin costume, and I mean forever, because he would be a perfect like Tarkin, Tarkin really? for 501st. And so hopefully, I told him Tarkin does not wear one of those caps. So maybe the fact that he doesn't have to wear one of those caps will kind of make him want to get gotcha. in a costume. Gotcha, yeah. But yeah. he would just make a perfect Tarkin. Tarkin. He's old enough that. to he can pull that off. <laughs> Gray hair kind of thing, you know. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah, he's pretty much, you know, he's, he looks like a really mean kind of guy, so I can see that. <laughs> Cut us some slack. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, while we're doing this show, we have a young man. He's playing Fortnite. That's, yes. that's pretty interesting. We have a Fortniter here. Yes, we have a Fortniter playing here. <laughs> and we have Chris here. He's, he's actually one of our audience. <laughs> Little cutie. Hi, Chris. <laughs> now he doesn't say anything. <laughs> so, so we'll get back to our top ten weapons. Yes. So I, I mean, it. You know, when you think about the weapons, every part of Star Wars has a, a you know, a, a fascinating facet to it. And I mean, it's it draws people in, whether it be ships or armor or clones or planets or the Jedi or Sith. Yeah. The Jedi Order. It, everything's intricate. And so I think what it does is it it draws people in. So. It's no surprise that there would be weapons would have a top 10 as well. Yeah. You know, everything. There's there's so many facets to Star Wars and so many components, even in the games, because we were talking about it at work, like the Old Republic, you know, the, all of the things that yeah. go along with yeah. it. It's just so intricate. And so, the, along in the times, too. Yes, the times, yes. The times. And it's such great stories, you know, and in, in any part of it. Like like we were talking about the Clone Wars. We're talking about, you know, the, the old Republic games. We talk about the movies. Everything has such a facet to it. And, I mean, it started with one movie. Mm-hmm. And even the weapons in that movie yeah. just sprang out yeah, to sprang so out. much more. Absolutely, yeah. You know, I absolutely. don't know. Like I said, I, I called... Uh, 
I called George the Bill Gates of the <laughs> of the movie and book and game world, and Absolutely. he really, yeah, he Absolutely. really was. You know, because you got to think that cause with the one thing about Star Wars too, what I, which I think people, drew people into Star Wars is that everything for from the animals to the armor to, yes. the, to the ships to the people, everything has a backstory. Yes, and that's not easy. Whether it was George who came up with all this, which he probably didn't. Of course, he has a staff, but even even the staff, the group of people, that's. A lot of work. That's imagination. So that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. Insane. Because everything does. The Night Sisters yes. did. Yeah. You know, uh, Darth Maul did. Um, Qui Gon did. Everybody has a backstory. Every guns, um, like you said, animals, planets. Yeah. Everything yeah. has a There's little bit of a... like encyclopedias about all this stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. It is. It is its own universe. Yes. And I mean, and it is forty years in the making. We have seen so much come out of it, and. Just the different things, the costumes, the the characters, the you know the entanglements, mm-hmm. the you know the love interests. Everything has yeah. its own backstory to it. So I and I thought it was really cool. And you know what I was looking for, different. I had in my mind, okay, what I want to look for. What I I'm one of the things I want to, as far as the weapons, because there's so many. I thought, okay, I'm gonna just look through because I have a book. Yeah. Here's my phone again. <laughs> 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 Dang, and I turned it down, and it's still doing that. And it's I still have that spooky sound on. Yeah, it. it's it's the it's the terrestrial sound. Yes, yeah. so I I want to be a a humanoid. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay though. It goes with the it goes with the podcast. Okay, so nearly every invention in Star Wars universe is wholly and uniquely its own, and I mean it. We do it to the point where they've done it to the point where it's. It's something that you, when you see it, you're like, okay, this can work in the real world. Absolutely. You know, and so I think that's why it connects so well with people because it is like like something you you look at some of the blasters like, oh, that's something we can use in this world. And even the clones blasters, you know, mm-hmm. with, with all of that, uh, we could be looking at that technology soon. Yeah, that, that could be right around the corner. Yeah, let's yeah. get a lightsaber going. Yeah, oh yeah, please. <laughs> Uh, U.S. government, I know you guys probably have one somewhere <laughs> like around somewhere. Just please let us borrow it for the show. Yeah, and it's weapons are in everything. They're in the books. They're in the movies. They're in the comics. They're in the animated shows. Every part of Star Wars has got weaponry in it. Yeah. So, you you know, you can pick from just about anything, That's just that. about any any part of Star Wars. And I know you. Yeah, Star Wars. Yep, <laughs> I know you, Aaron. You're going to have a lot from Old Republic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I have, yeah, I have some from Old Republic, and I have some, and I have some new stuff too. Stuff that I just, I just know, and stuff that I've used in games, or you had debates about with friends, which one is better, which one has a wider blast radius or more range, and stuff like that. So, oh yeah. man, this is that's a guy thing. I yeah, think. it is. <laughs> <laughs> For, so For I'll sure. go first with my my top, and I'm going to go backwards. I'm going to go to ten, which is um, <laughs> I'm looking at at Chris. Yes, sir. Chris, may you please sit down? He's going to tell me what, what he likes. Okay, so number <laughs> 10 for me was the Scavenger Jawa Ionized Blaster. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. And, and this is constructed from a variety of components scavenged from crash ships. Oddly enough, that's the same thing about Ray. Yeah. It's the same thing. And I thought that was kind of cool. Um, they are um, protocol droids are actually programmed to respond when seeing the ionized blaster. That's why, you know, they, that's why uh, C-3PO says, don't shoot, don't shoot, you know, and he says, and he, and he says we're doomed because he knows that if they get shot with that, 
they're done. Yeah, that's they're true. done for. So yeah. they are programmed to understand that. But those blasters are cool because they pretty much any any droid that was loose, they were going to get them. Yeah, they were going to get after them for sure. Yeah, yeah that's that's <laughs> without a doubt. <laughs> that's why they had those. That's why they carry those blasters. But I thought that was really kind of cool that you know they made it out of ships. It, it was almost like a a Ray kind of thing because when Ray was on her planet, the same thing. Yeah. Oh, is it, it's my turn? Yes. Oh, we're going back and forth. We're going to go back and forth. Um, we it, always do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mine, I'm, I'm going to start off my 10 with something like the thermal detonator. Oh, every, wow. Every, every, uh, every assassin or every uh, bounty hunter's go-to is a thermal detonator in the Star Wars <laughs> universe. And as I just referenced, like, blast radius and everything like that in the games, that's a, in the Star Wars Battlefront games, that's what you start off with is the thermal detonator. That's important. So, yeah, that's, yeah. So the thermal detonator is number 10 for me. I'm wow. I'm going to go with that one first. Okay, for me, number nine was the Geonosian Sonic Blaster. The Geonosian Sonic Blaster. Yeah. Named they, after the show or the that's show was named right. after this? <laughs> well, I liked it because of the way it looks. It looks real, really kind of, and I'm going to show Aaron because I have it in my book. Yes, it it really is, yes. I, I always carry all of my stuff, you know, if I'm gonna if I'm going to show you something. So this is the Ionized Blaster. So look at that. That's really cool. Yes. This is the one from That's the, the Sonic, Sonic Blaster. Yeah, the Sonic Blaster. It's a Geonosis and Sonic Blaster. And what it does is it is able to, I wrote everything down, so you have to give me a minute. Of course you did. I'm like, oh my gosh, I was, I was really tired writing it too because it took me two days to recover from Comic-Con, <laughs> so you know. <laughs> um, it, w it, is, it is something that can, you know, it can fight against the, the lightsaber. It's the, it has a, a sonic wave that generates by a series of high-energy um, oscillators located near the, um, near the rear of the blaster. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, when they were fighting on Geonosin, it, it, collapsed, it, it has like a collapsic wave kind of thing. And it is able to fight against lightsabers. Mm. So when they, were on the, when they were doing the battle on Geonosis, they were actually shooting with those things. Okay. And so I think that's why you saw so many, and you also had droids on there too, but I think that's why so many, we lost so many Jedi because this gun was able to fight against it. Yeah. So. It's, yeah, it, it left the Jedi in like a pretty vulnerable state. Yes, exactly. There are some weapons that can fight against the, you know, if it's, if it's just the same, if it's just hit the right way, they're doomed. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Chris. <laughs> Uh-oh, poor Chris. <laughs> Hi, sit down. Go. He's like, I know I'm in trouble right now. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and I'm You're going to go, I'm going to go with my, my other weapon. And this is actually just from, because I was, I was, I uh, got to see some episodes via YouTube. I didn't uh, get the, 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 the Star Wars Rebels um, episodes yet. Now on, you're gonna on, have to because they're saved. Yeah, <laughs> but Ezra, Ezra's uh, a lightsaber pistol. Oh wow! Is and I and I only seen it. I, I I've been watching them on YouTube episodes. I only only been like a week, but that lightsaber pistol is awesome though. I have not seen that, so I'm going to. I haven't seen Rebels yeah. yet because I hadn't seen the lost episodes of Clone Wars, and so I was kind of. Everybody wanted it. it. Everybody wanted that from him. <laughs> like everybody wanted it from him too. Well, apparently it was. You know, you have to stop and think about it. There wasn't a, any lightsabers at that point. Yeah, that yeah. we know of. Yeah, and 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 when every time he every time he whipped it out, everybody was just like, you know, everybody was just every, everybody had to say they could be powerful or or weak, whatever. Like everybody had the same response. Yeah, it's pretty unique if yeah. you stop and think about it. You know, because these are it's a it's a 
light. It's like a lightsaber, but it's a pistol. Yeah, it's it's definitely two in one. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with Ezra's uh, lightsaber pistol as as far as number nine goes. That's really cool. Okay, for num for me, number eight was the Electro Staff. They were designed for single combat against lightsaber wielders. Now this is what you saw the. Um, when they were fighting with uh, General Grievous, the, the his guys, mm -hmm. that's what that was. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah, okay. those you know those like kind of saber st uh, staff. I'm trying yeah. to see, trying to see if maybe I have a picture of it. But I thought that was really cool. I really um, really like that. I like the way it looked. Those were a, kind of a unique kind of thing. I'm like looking, looking, looking. Oh, they could the bear. They could bear with us. We're yeah, because we're, we're going through yeah, all of these. Yeah, we're doing this live. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing this live that's a grenade right that's there that's a grenade yes that yeah, is yeah so, so it was able to um, block the lightsaber strikes um, at each end the staff would uh, top with elect uh, electricity and it was powerful enough to stop a, a being's heart for five seconds what? Uh, when, in, during contact so that that was like really a unique thing so that is a were, fun fact yeah there we go <laughs> stop your heart <laughs> for we're going down this list pretty fast. For my number eight is Bubba Fett, and this is this is because of the video game, purely because of the video game. Is Bubba Fett's EE4 carbine rifle? Wow! And if I I believe I don't know if it was Battlefield one or two, but you could unlock that. I believe it was a golden one, and hence the golden gun from the Golden Eye. I wow! Paying paying homage or respect to that, but it's Bubba Fett's EE4 carbine rifle. Kind of looks like um, it kind of looks like. Han Solo's in 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 a in a, in in a, a strange in way. In a strange way, yeah. Wow. It's, it's, it it has ridges. It has ridges around the barrel, though. So, it, it kind of looks different. But the way how Bubba Fett, Bubba Fett sh shot it was like a revolver. How he held how he held it was like a revolver from like a, like the, like a western, from like a western movie. That's amazing. Yeah, that's how that's how he that's how Bubba Fett like. If you pay attention, that's how he shot. And this, he, that's how we shot. Look and this, maybe it's a reference. Image. Oh, wow. That's really... And it, it looks like it could be a 007 it, kind it, of thing. It does. It maybe does. It's a, maybe it's homage to that. And oddly enough, in The Force Awakens, what do we have? 007. Yeah. yeah. As a stormtrooper. <laughs> so I think we're kind of trying to tie those two yeah. different universes together. You know, and I really love the fact that Star Wars and... Um, the James Bond movies and and universes are almost the same age. Yeah, oh, they are. They've been around yeah. for about the same amount yeah. of time. Yeah, the, uh, the the James Bond is fifty years old, mm -hmm. and Star Wars is forty years old. So they're really close in age. Two franchises you can't live without. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't like the suave, you know, James Bond? Exactly. I mean, and and I like some of the the. The quips that he made, and I mean now, you know, nowadays some of that stuff isn't politically correct, but it uh -huh. was hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> politically correct is correct. Yeah, you know, some of that stuff you can't get away with, yeah, you know, slapping yeah. a woman in the butt yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, especially know. not nowadays. No, 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 but back then it was just I thought it was funny. It worked for his character. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, for who he is. For yeah, who that's right. Is. Yeah. Okay, so this one was the, um, and and I like this one because when I saw it, I was like. What the heck? And it's the Z6 riot control baton. Oh. You know what it is? You know what is it's that from? what we spoke about? The, no, that's not what we spoke about the last episode. It, it, that's not what that stormtrooper had against Finn. 
Yes, it is. It is. It's the right. one that kind that of spins, spins around. around. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Used by the First Order Stormtroopers, comprised of a of a central shaft, uh, uh, termin uh, terminal, and it had two contact conductors, and then it was capable of resisting plasma uh, plasma blade of the um, of the lightsaber. So if they were coming at you with that, you could use that, and it it would. You know, you had a special glove that went with it, and you spun it around. You mm -hmm. were able to, you know, fight off the lightsaber with it. And <laughs> basically, you were using a lightsaber. Yeah. You know, basically, it was almost the same thing. But it had to be used with a mag, um, mag, uh, saying magnetic kind of glove. It was paired with it. Oh, so gotcha. the stormtrooper had to have that glove on in order to hold the saber because... You had to have the handle like a baton, yeah. but you were able to spin maybe around glove, and, yeah, and maybe fight with glove, it. Yeah, maybe that glove helped them from getting like maybe knocked out their hand or something. Yeah, like yeah, because yeah. it looked like it was uh, like magnetically put together. Gotcha. It was paired with it, so yeah. that and it, and I love the fact it was spinning around. It was just unique. It was really unique and something different as far as um, any of the any of the weaponry that we've seen. You know, because when you saw it, it was somewhat like a lightsaber. And, you know, just like Ezra's gun, it had those kind of a uniqueness to it. Plus, it was it had its components able to fight off the the lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and for just for like the Geonosian, you know, blaster kind of thing. Oh, the Geonosian blaster was in like kind of the same kind of the same way. Yeah. They were able it was able to fight off. The, 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 lightsaber. the lightsaber. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy how over time they had to even develop. Like, all right, how are we going to take down a Jedi, really? Right, and they had a thousand <laughs> years to think about it. Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, for, for my next weapon, um, and like, like a, again, folks, a lot of mine came from um, came I from the movies. It, uh, it came from the movies, of course. But and also, the games. And the video games. And, and, and mine was the PX, the PXL. There was two. There was the PXL one and the four, the portable rocket launchers that the stormtroopers used. They're the wow! They're the portable rocket launchers that they had. They, they were able to just have on their back, carry just like a regular gun, carry like a regular automatic was it rifle. Kind of like a bazooka. Yeah, it was just like a bazooka, and they would just pull off their back and just kneel down with it, and <laughs> it was portable, and so it was light enough for them to carry instead of just having to have like maybe a two-man group, one holding in the front, one holding in the back. Right, right. This one was they were able to carry it on their back. They were able to run, jump with it, and then just get into position, just let it go. The PXL one and the PXL four portable rocket launcher. Wow, and the stormtroopers used it. Stormtroopers used yeah, it. Yeah, and yes. with all that heavy armor on, I would imagine that they would have. And needed... the clones, the clones also used it as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would imagine they would have needed something. Light enough because they're already wearing enough armor to sink a ship. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah but that—that's that was a big time. Uh, that was a big time weapon because to have all that power portably to have port. I, don't even, I think I just made up a word right now, but to have all that power just on your back, just like a regular rifle, that, right. that came in handy for stormtroopers and uh, 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 clones too. Right, so. and doing you know doing what they had to do on the different missions. Exactly. Yeah, and. Those yeah, those missions. They were in the trenches with those with those missions, so they needed something. That's amazing. Now the next one for me mm -hmm. is number six. It's Kylo Ren's lightsaber. The cross guard. The cross guard. Yes. And it is it is it was it was based on an ancient design. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I did not know that either. Dating back to the great scourge of the Manaclor of Man Manaclor. Uh huh. And that, that must have been a battle maybe a thousand years ago. Oh, maybe a, a long time in the Star Wars universe. A long time. Ago, yes, of yes. Okay, so the you know the 
it, it's really a really unique saber. I think it stands out. It was one that I had never seen before. No, the previews from when that movie came out was the first time I've seen it. Yeah, and it has a, a, a kyber crystal requiring it to, um, it, it was cracked. The, the kyber crystal was cracked. So it came out in that formation? It, it, yeah, the way it was the way? way it was done and the way he put it together. Um, he later on puts covering on it. He puts a covering on okay, it okay. and changes it a bit. But it maybe, you know, the lightsaber he had a, when he was doing Knights of Ren kind of thing or when he was training with Luke, he might have had um, he might have had like a different lightsaber. And then when he became evil, trying mm-hmm. to put one together, he cracked it. Yeah. You know, it's hard to say we need to, to delve into that okay. and check it out. Because just from what they're saying, it had extra heat generator uh, generated from the crystal. And that's how you saw it, it coming out on the side. But like I said, he later adds a sleek black casing to it. Mm. So it, it was one way. And then later on, he was able to perfect it a little bit more. And then that's when you see. I think you see two different versions in the movie or even in the comics. You'll yeah. see two different versions of it. Okay. You know, one that where it looks like you can almost see all the components inside, and then later on, it was it had coverings on it. When when that when that trailer came out and that cross that cross guard blade was shown, did that not trip you out a little bit? Oh, it tripped me out a lot. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, "What is that?" Yeah, I, I remember thinking, "Like, who is this person with this?" I, I I immediately went on the internet and found out, like, is there a lightsaber like this? Really, I just wanted to make sure the trailer wasn't fan made. <laughs> well, if you went back to the Manaclore times, then you probably yeah, yeah, what are, yeah. <laughs> and when you see the saber, it looks like it's got flames coming out, out of it. it. Yeah, it looks yeah. unstable a little bit. Yeah, it does. It really yeah, does because it, it has a cracked yeah, kyber that, that crystal cracked in there. Kyber yeah. crystal, yeah. But it, it looked like there were flames coming out, and it actually, I think it burns, um, it burns uh, Finn on the shoulder. Yeah, 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 when yeah, he yeah fights, it does. When he it, fight, it yeah, burns it, him it, in the neck or on the shoulder. So, yeah, it, it goes in right here because that pointed edge at the side right. goes in right here. Right, yeah. the flames. But he actually gets hit in the back. Yeah, he gets sliced and, in the back too. Yeah, and I and I imagine that you know that that might have caused some damage. But he, the fact that he lived through that battle was yeah, amazing. That says with a lot. That yeah. saber. He was in a deep, deep, deep coma too. Yeah, maybe he. Maybe we're seeing that he is possibly. Has some, you know, he might be showing that he has some signs of being a Jedi yeah. kind of thing where he's able to, you know, maybe he has a healing, his Factor. body's able, yeah, he's able to yeah. do that. Because I know Qui-Gon did in quite a few of the books. We talk about him healing, being able to heal, taking some time and healing. Mm-hmm. So possibly that's what happened to him. But on that note, if you stop and think about it, Anakin was a Jedi, right? And he did have the Metachlorians. He had all of this. He he had it inside of him. How come he wasn't able to heal? Yeah, that's true. Unless unless he didn't want to. Maybe. Or the Metachlorians got burned out of it. Or maybe or maybe <laughs> maybe they maybe they, they were used. I mean I mean it could go on and on as far as like the like the assumptions on why he didn't do that, because I mean, because yeah, anybody else would probably would have just healed themselves. Yeah, I mean, Qui Gon in quite a few of the books, he does, he heals himself. But you see, yeah. um, Anakin in the, um, he's in the back to tank in Rogue mm-hmm. One, you know, healing him, you know, getting the healing and stuff. Maybe he does heal a bit on his own, but maybe that that's why he had to be in that tank because his body just didn't have. 
all, all, yeah, all mm-hmm. that they, well, they probably got burned out, scared out of him. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. <laughs> he was laying there on fire. So yeah, I, he was. He was. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what could happen that whole time he was cooking. That's exactly. true. That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and my next weapon is, uh, is the infamous weapon that was used to take down the Death Star. It's the, uh, the proton torpedoes, and I didn't know that they were wow. just. I didn't know that they were just used by the Royal Naboo Security Forces. Really? Those were the only. Yeah, those were the only people who used them. Um, yeah, Anakin. Uh, Anakin fired while inside the Trade Federation command ship. Um, I didn't know that they were well. Following the destruction of the second Death Star, uh, a miniaturized version was created called the MG7A Proton Torpedo. So that's maybe that's that's maybe another weapon mod that they use that stormtroopers and clones got to use too. Wow. So what they do is they have these huge weapons, and then they 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 find a way to like shrink them down, shrink them down to where they're just carried as maybe just a regular putting handgun, your, putting your eight. wallet, kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to have because. Because, you know, we watch the clone, the, if you watch the Clone Wars, those missions and those ground battles were just as tense as the air battles. Too. Right, right. So they had to have, like, this firepower to wipe out whoever they had to do to wipe out. Yeah, they had a lot of, you see in Clone Wars where you don't see it in the with the regular stormtroopers and even in the First Order, the technology that they knew about. Because they were trained. They had 10 yeah. years to train. Yeah. But the, the weaponry that they had was amazing. The ships that they had, all the stuff that yeah. they used to fight. But once the clones grew up and passed away, where did all that stuff go? And I mean, that's a that's a, a million dollar question. Yeah. Like, you know, where, cause, yeah, where Maybe did we'll they go? Find out. Dave? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dave? We need to find Dave, out what we have, that, we have questions. Yeah, where does all the weaponry go? Because yeah. there was a lot of, you know, guns. There was a lot of things that the clones were able to use in order to fight when they were the the army for the republic yeah but so once they all passed away what do they do melt that stuff down yeah did they not did they feel that they didn't need it anymore maybe they melted it down to make more droids who knows yeah well they didn't need droids either oh that's true they did yeah they didn't need the droid army but so what what in the world did they use it to build the death star black market trading yeah selling yeah, because you know. how did they, they had to use, maybe they melted did it, melted a lot of that stuff down in order to build the Death Star. Sorry, that's because true. it required quite a bit of coverings yeah, on that thing. Yeah. It was pretty big. And then the second one, they weren't even finished with it. Uh, that's what I love about Star Wars. I mean, y- y- there's so many things you could make yeah. up. Yeah, we could be here forever. <laughs> okay, so my next one, you're going to like this one, number five, was the wrist rocket. The wrist rocket. Yes. <laughs> And it was um, it was the MM9 rocket system, and it was used by Boba Fett and Jenga Fett. Oh, really? Yes, and it was a, a formidable weapon which utilized uh, computer targeting tracking tracking, and some um, some rocket types uh, that it used was the um, 12A anti personal rocket, and then the um, the type 12B. And it was a, a sting uh, sting rocket, and they they used these rockets. It also had a eleven twenty six rocket. So there were different rockets that you can fire from the from the different type of ammunition uh-huh. that you could fire from that wrist rocket. Yeah. I, so it depends on when you're when you're the bounty hunter. Yeah. It depended on what you needed when you were going out on a kill or when you were paid to do a mission, which which kind of uh, weapons you were going to use with it. Yeah. So that I thought that was kind of cool. So it was a weapon of choice 
for 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 bounty for, hunters, assassins. It was weapon. a weapon choice for Bobo and Jenga, Jenga, Jango Fett. Fett yeah. Sorry. So for bounty hunters, bounty hunters for for bounty hunters, but they were notably the guys who used it. those. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. in the movie, yeah, you see, you see, you see Bobo like. Use it quite a like you see him use it. Yeah, you see him use it, and Django does too. Because when Django shoots the other bounty yes, hunter, yeah, and with a little teeny dart, yeah, he's using the wrist the, the rocket. Wrist ro- the wrist yeah. rocket. So the different ammunition could have ranged from just tr- a, a tranquilizer of some sort to even an actual explosive. Yes, it could have had anything. You know, you could use that rocket, the wrist rocket, to launch any kind of ammunition. Oh wow. I, I always wanted to be a bounty hunter, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Mandos always, always need more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my next weapon of choice, is, it's Galen Merrick's twin blade. Oh, I was waiting for that. Oh, yes, he's here. <laughs> <laughs> he's here to represent it well. And, and Ahsoka Tano has, has, has those as well. Oh, yeah. That's that's kind of what they... That's that's kind of what why they wanted Galen Merrick to have twin blades, because of Ahsoka Tano. That's interesting, because you have to wonder... If there was some sort of family lineage there, mm. interesting. It, 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 that could be because they're because the thing with Galen Merrick and Ahsoka Tano, they're they're really agile fighters. They're really like they 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 do a lot. Almost like how Yoda is, he does a lot of flipping and twirling, right. and his his it's it's fighting, but it almost seems like a poetry as well to it. Like and that's how Ahsoka Tano and Galen Merrick fight. It's a lot of agility and flipping and. And uh, parkour involved. They like to hop from this to that. To so they have those twin blades to help protect it when they when they're those they're blindside women when they are flipping or when, when you know what I mean like that. That's when interesting. Those wide open spots. So I'm gonna go with Galen Merrick's uh, tw- uh, twin blade. Those, it's those amazing blades. that they both had the same kind of fighting style. Yes. I mean, in the same kind of, you know, like I said, you know, sometimes you you look at things and you're thinking. How are these two related, or mm-hmm. if they're related, or something? Something. Even though he, Galen Merrick, we don't know if if the old Republic now because the games are in, they're out. That you don't yeah, know yeah, which is in know. and out. Yeah. But it's interesting. Maybe Dave got the idea from that game mm-hmm. for Ahsoka Tano. Yeah, that's a possibility. That's because because Galen Merrick did leave an impression on people. I mean, I when I scroll on Instagram all the time, I see fans of Star Wars, not even just a fan of the uh, the Force Unleashed game, but they want him to be a part of the universe somehow. Like they 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 on the blogs and on the forums and everything, they they comment constantly like put this guy in a movie or make a movie about him something. I think they pay attention to that because Absolutely. you know, you know, we they release the Black Series um Revan. Yeah. And when you do that, that means you're actually acknowledging that that character. is that character yeah. is. And s- before we get to the last four, a couple of things pretty interesting that I didn't even think of, and we talked about it this past weekend because we talked about just about everything, <laughs> um, was one, that glasses are now considered part of the Star Wars universe. Oh, wow. Because of a couple of characters wearing glasses. Really? Yes. And here's the here is the coolest one that I never put together is E.T., right? Mm-hmm. When you see them, you see the little E.T. guys when they're saying, vote now, yeah, vote yeah. now. <laughs> now that they're in the Star Wars universe, the Earth is also in the Star, Star Wars, Wars universe. universe. Because oh, E.T. Wow. E. went to the Earth. Earth. Oh, so now the Earth is known the now. The Earth oh, is part wow. of Star Wars universe. So we are part of the Star, Star Wars, Wars universe. Us earthlings. Someone... <laughs> Us humanoids are. Yeah. Someone told me that. I was like, 
I never put that together. Anything that's in the Star Wars books, movies, games that they consider canon mm-hmm. makes whatever it is canon. Canon. So the world is canon. That is, I, I didn't, even, <laughs> I didn't think that would make it canon. I didn't think that because because ET came in contact with Earth makes Earth. Canon. Hey, yeah, whatever, it makes Earth canon in the Star Wars world. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because they were at the Senate saying uh-huh. vote now. So they I don't know if E. T. was on the on Earth when they were in the Senate uh-huh. or if he had come back yeah. or hadn't gone on his mission yet. Yeah. And but if it goes backwards, then no. Then no, yeah. Then yeah, no, then yeah, no, yeah, then no. He yeah. hasn't left yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's still there. But it's still canon. Yeah. He's, and same thing with glasses. That's crazy. So if you're a Jedi with glasses, you don't have to take your glasses off anymore. You can fight with your, with yeah. your glasses on. <laughs> that is canon. <laughs> that's great how glasses work. Yes. That is. I thought that's really cool. So um, I'll go next. Uh, number okay. four is the DL-44 heavy blaster pistol. Mm. was considered one of the most powerful blasters in the universe. Really? So Yeah. In the galaxy, delivered massive damage at close range. However, it overheated quickly, so there was mm. a downfall to that. There existed uh, carbonite variations of the blaster, including one extending barrel with a, an existing flash suppressor and an attachable stock. So almost like a silencer on the gun. Okay. So that, I thought that was kind of cool. And yeah. I believe that is the pistol of Han Solo. Yes, that is. <laughs> that is the one. And it was so crazy how it was a, it was a rifle and he broke it down to yes. a pistol. That's yeah, because crazy. I think because you can take it down. Because from what it, it had an extending barrel. Yes. So possibly you could take that barrel off. So it was like a silencer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty the the Han Solo the Han Solo movie has some really good weapons in that too yeah that was memory was slept on as far as weapons go I think there was yeah. a lot of a lot of those black market smuggler weapons in yes. that in that movie those dirty Scoundrel. those dirty <laughs> guns those dirty weapons yeah, yes and stuff that you you know that were like you said black market they weren't they weren't readily available yeah to, to just everybody yeah <laughs> yes uh, uh, my, yeah, this one is probably on yours I'm pretty sure it's probably actually number two but I'm sorry it's the bowcaster oh my it was number was three it, it was number three <laughs> Well, we could do four and three right now, and then I'll say the bowcaster, and then you. Give no, the no, details. you go ahead. No, you go have ahead. the details on it though. Well, I mean, it was an ancient weapon used by the uh, used on Kashyyyk. Yeah. And it was t- it was really cool technology. It was invented. Um, it had a small magnetic accelerator and tw- twin pulsators on either side of the crossbow, and so th- it, it was really a really cool weapon yeah. to be used as a gun, or even with arrows. Yeah. I mean, it was it, it was funny when Han Solo was like when I once I guess it was his first time shooting it in um, uh, uh, episode seven. Oh, there it is, right here yeah, in the encyclopedia. Yeah, And he he was like, "I got to get me one of these." He told Chewbacca, "Like I need to get one of these." Yeah, he's probably saying no. <laughs> <laughs> this one's mine. <laughs> but it was that good of a weapon that even Han Solo, when he shot it, he was like, "Yo, like I need to get." One of these weapons. Why haven't I had this the whole time? I yeah. I use this. Because <laughs> his, he was using that pistol. Yeah, he was using that pistol. The strongest pistol, though, like uh, in the galaxy. Is that what it said? Yeah, the most powerful. The most powerful But it pistol. overheated. It so, overheated, yeah. Yeah, so I can see that. I have a saber that when I use it sometimes, um, when I'm using it to fight, it gets hot. You mm. know, whereas one of my, both, I have like four of them. And two of them are the ones I use the most when I'm, when I'm bad. Oh, my goodness. Put some clothes on. <laughs> Chris has undressed Palpatine. (laughs) We do not want to see that. And he has a six pack. (laughs) 
I'm like, how's that possible? Yeah, I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> I've never seen him undressed. But it looks like he, I don't know, if is it because he's older or is he has a six pack? Uh, it's because he's, I think it's a little bit of both, actually. <laughs> I think it's he's like, both. what's happened to me? <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> okay, so for me, number two, because we went over the bowcaster, the Death Star. The Death Star. The Death Star. Was that it on is your a weapon. List? Yes, it was. Because I didn't know it was really considered a weapon. It is. It's a weapon. <laughs> how, is, how is it not considered a weapon? You know, it's you know, the most powerful. I would know, say I the always, most powerful. I always thought of it as a base. Not that I've never not knew what, or didn't know or never heard of it as a weapon. I considered it kind of a just a base. I don't know. When you take out a planet, I consider it a, a weapon. weapon. <laughs> <laughs> That just that just kind of just shut out everything I just said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it had um, it had so much to it. It had a, a laser. It had a a tractor beam. It had you know a, it had ports to to take out. Think about it. Mm -hmm. It had ports in, on this thing that umpteen tie pilots yeah. just flew out just of that. Just flew out. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it just umpteen of them came flying out of that thing. <laughs> umpteen. It, like yeah, that. umpteen. I'm going to use that. It had gunneries. It had thousands of of turbo blasters, it was, and, and turbo blast cannons. It had so many things. And then it also had that huge labor, uh, a laser to, sorry, to take out an entire planet. planet. Yeah. So that was, I think that was the ultimate. And don't they say that in the movie? Yeah, it's the ultimate weapon. It's the yes. ultimate, it's the ultimate weapon. Although Darth Vader didn't think so. No, he did not. He did not see, uh, he, he, I think Darth Vader knew it had a fall. Something like that had to have, Something like that couldn't be chalked up. What you said, some had to be wrong with it. Yeah, maybe in maybe in a way he kind of knew. Yeah. He said, "Don't be too proud of what you've built." But you know, maybe you. Sh I, I don't know. Maybe he didn't want them to glorify it. And then he said, "Well, don't be. You know, your old, your ancient, your your ancient beliefs. You know, don't work here anymore." But yeah. that's because they hadn't been exposed in a while. Yeah, that that that's that's true too. You know. Yeah. So, but let me tell you that. The, the old, the the Jedi and Sith, there was nothing like it. Yeah. You know, there was nothing like it. Even though the Death Star was a really formidable weapon, it got blown up. It got blown up. And the yeah. second one wasn't even built, and it got blown up. It got it got beat up. It got blown up by my wep the weapon I chose earlier. And then think about <laughs> it. The, the same thing in um, the um, the Force the Force Awakens, where you have even that planet gets blown up. Yeah. Anytime they try and they Any try and put it together, it gets blown <laughs> up. Gets blown that's up. it. <laughs> uh, my, we're on, three we're, is not a charm. Yeah, no, three. <laughs> Mine is the, the double-bladed lightsaber. Oh, we know, we man. Know. Was, that, was that number one for you? Number no. Two? It wasn't on there? No. What? It's it Obi -Wan wasn't on Kenobi's it. lightsaber. Oh, my God. <laughs> the double-bladed lightsaber is on there for me. <laughs> that's the Darth Maul. That's the Darth Maul. I mean, when that light... when. When that lightsaber was was first shown on 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 the Phantom Menace, everyone, I I I read and also seen people talk about the first time when they saw the Phantom Menace, and when it comes out one end first and then it comes out the other yes. end, and that really messed people up. <laughs> yeah, they're thinking they're thinking you know what is this because yeah. it's it's almost like Kylo's. You're seeing it for the first, first time, time and you're yeah. thinking, what the heck yeah. is this? Yeah. You know, and you. You see it later on in the books and in comics. Other people are using it, but this one, 
was yeah. amazing. It was the yeah. first time it had been used. Yeah, he gets in that stance, and then it comes out one end, and everyone's like, oh, okay, why is he holding a lightsaber like that? To hold it like this for it to aim down, and then just... <laughs> and everybody's just like, oh, my God, what that? You know what I mean? So, like, it, the, the cultural impact as far as Star Wars go is more than like a wise up so high. And I like Darth Maul. I think Darth Maul's dope. Oh, my gosh. He is... I think Unique. Darth Maul is so dope. <laughs> Ray Parks is amazing. He was just in Peru, and we have a um, the Saber Guild has a group there. We have a temple there, and he took pictures with all of them. Oh, really? I think it's amazing. He is he is very he's such a nice guy, and I've I've met him before. He's such a, a nice guy, and just imagine, you know, he has got a fan base like no other, you know, because he, he's just out with the people. So I I. The lightsaber is is so unique, and I mean, it just it, it is amazing. Are we going to see a curved lightsaber one day? Are we going to see a possibly? Yeah. You I, never I, know. Yeah, that's true. You, you know, the the sabers themselves are you know ventresses is like an S. Yeah, yeah, ventress. That's that's true. Yeah, yeah. So you never you don't know. But here's the thing: they're when they come from Dathomir, they're not Jedi. They're not Sith. Mm -hmm. They're witches from this planet so it had to have been palpy to help to teach him how to put this sa saber together yeah in order to for him to have the saber and then it was palpatine who taught him how to fight yeah so how does he come up with this is another question you know you can delve into mm -hmm. how do they come up with the idea those two of the lightsaber to be like that yeah you know, mm. that would be, yeah, it would be something interesting to look into. That would be, yeah. Poor Palpatine over there. He's all undressed. <laughs> <laughs> I think getting back dressed is really disturbing. <laughs> I put his boots back on at least. <laughs> it is really disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing them there. Just no clothes on. And, you know, Palpatine wears so much clothes in all of the movies. The yeah. guy is just fully dressed in like yeah. 15 different things, you know, and heavy. It, it had to be been freezing in there in order for him to wear that much clothing. Yeah. Because everything he's, he has these big puffy sleeves. He has, you know, all of these, all of this garment on. And I mean, he's just wearing so much. Even when he's fighting, he's still wearing all that stuff. <laughs> Chris is not giving up here. He's <laughs> no, just not giving up. He wants up. to be on a podcast so bad. So number one for me was Obi-Wan Kenobi's lightsaber. Even though the first one gets destroyed when mm -hmm. he's younger, I believe, if that still counts. The second one, when they're, when he's fighting Darth Maul, falls down the falls down the yeah. uh the core the was it what is it the core Yeah, it's like a third it's like a it's like a thermal core or like a something like um, that. So that yeah. gets destroyed and so he does a third one. And to me it's it's I love it because this saber has been through so much. It's been through the clone wars. It has been through, you know, the um the revenge of the Sith. Mm -hmm. You know, he fights Anakin with this thing and he cuts off his arms and his arm and legs, yeah, you know, and, and he should have just stuck it in him and been done with been it. Done with it all up. <laughs> he, instead, he looks at him burning. I'm like, put him out of his misery. Just stab yeah, him. Yeah, don't let him burn. Just put him out of his misery. He had to. He had to. Kind of, that was kind of just a teaching lesson. Moment, he should have. He's probably thinking to himself later. Doggone it! I should have put. I should have. <laughs> yeah, I should have just stabbed him with it. You know, and while he's on the planet, I imagine that he still used it. Yeah. You know, he still, he might have practiced with it, still used it, because when he fights um, Darth Vader again, at, or Anakin, I should say, mm -hmm. in A New Hope, he still knows how to fight. 
So it's obvious he must have been practicing with it yeah, on, yeah. you know, on Tatooine. On Tatooine, yeah. Yeah, and he kills, you know, he actually cuts off an arm at the bar. Mm-hmm. So he's constantly doing this shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's but, being Obi-Wan Kenobi. Right, right. And he, he actually, he keeps that, he keeps his saber. In, but he gives, he gives um, uh, Luke his dad's saber, right? Yeah, he does. He does give it to him. So he does. He loses his saber in the battle. When he's fighting um, Darth Vader, you know, it falls on the floor. So Vader must have picked it up. Yeah. Because it doesn't really say after that because he, he wills his body away. Mm-hmm. And so all that's left. I mean, he his clothes and everything go with him except for his cape. I don't know. I mean, his cloak. I don't know why he left the cloak behind. Yeah. He should have just sure, taken not, the cloak. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure why he left the cloak behind either. Yeah. Because he takes it. I mean, everything else goes with him. Yeah. But the yeah. cloak and the lightsaber don't. Yeah. Stay behind. Yeah. Maybe he did that as a point, you know, here. I... I I was able to will my body away. You better watch out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could come back <laughs> and get, collect my stuff. Yeah. And this time I'll put, I'll put my saber in you. <laughs> yeah. Your final warning. Yeah, because yeah, he doesn't. Darth Vader does not kill him. Yeah. He wills his body away to the force. That's true. Okay, now That's his true. boots are off. His bo- <laughs> Chris, please dress him back. <laughs> <laughs> so that there is our top ten. Woo! So next week, we're going to be talking about all things Clone Wars, since Clone Wars is coming back. And I mean, like I said, very, very exciting. Oh, before I forget, I wanted to do a notable mention of a weapon. Okay. The Gungan weapons. The Gungan weapons. The Gungan weapons, those, the Bobas. Yeah, the bo- yeah, yeah, the yeah. Bobas. There's, yeah. It's just water. <laughs> That's all it is. But they do damage. Yeah, because if you throw that on electronics, it's It's gonna- over, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, against against the droids, that, that exactly came in clutch. Yeah, it's like putting your phone in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With no rice to dry it off. There's either. no rice yeah, to yeah. dry it. You'd the the get Oh my god. Yeah. The the bobas. You know. The and bobas. Yeah. Yeah. And he takes. He's throwing the boba. Yeah. The booba or the boba. I'm I'm gonna say the boba. I think it was the boba. I think it's the boba. <laughs> throwing the boba. And is is Star Killer considered a weapon? That's what someone just asked me right now. Star Killer. Is he considered not the Star Killer base, but the Star Killer himself? Yeah. Is he considered since there were clones of him? He very well could be. And what Darth be. Vader used him for? Very well could be. You know, I- anybody who's a killing machine, yeah. Could be. You're considered a weapon. weapon. Was Wasn't a, James Bond a that weapon? Was a, that was a good question. Yeah, man. thank yeah, you. Yeah, that, that was a good question. Now. Yeah. That was a really good question. Yeah. So who's listening in right now to ask, to ask that <laughs> well, question? Well, I was, I, was actually ask, I was actually asking my friend oh. Al if would, would, he, would he consider uh, Galen Merrick Starkiller a weapon? He said, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, you know, anybody who's a killing machine, yes. Yeah, yeah. And he was, like you said, he was a clone. Uh, you know, there were clones of him, so mm-hmm. quite possibly. How many clones do you think there were? There In the video game, it looked like there might have been at least like 30, 40. It's like the Matrix. Yeah, it's, it, yeah. <laughs> when he saw those clones, it was like a corridor, like a hallway, and the lights came on at every single pod. So when it was like, it just as it went down, lights came on, and he just saw clones of himself. And he was just like, and Darth Vader came up right behind him like, you weren't meant to see that. And he kills that one. Yeah, they, yeah. Pull another one out of the closet. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, turn <laughs> this, that one on. Yeah, let's put warm this, him up. Let's, yeah, let's pull this one out of the cartridge. Put him in the toaster. Warm him up. <laughs> like a toaster strudel. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, oddly enough, here we go again with when you say that. Mm-hmm. Do you remember in the in the last Jedi, Ray is she snaps her finger and there's all those rays. Yeah, yeah. Ray could be. 
a clone of something. She could be a clone of something. She yeah. could be. She she really could be. She yeah, because really I, I think be. that's interesting that you say that because he's a clone of, there was a clone of him, of mm-hmm. Mer- Galen Merrick, but yet when she, I don't know if it was some sort of, she w- when she was inside that, that cave and she saw all those rays, mm-hmm. if that was kind of the same kind of thing, and I, I mean get, that could I, be I really get, reaching. It, but it, but it, they, I think I think with Star Wars, a lot of things tie into each other yes. subtly that you have to pick up on something. You yeah, know what I mean, so I, I that's what I personally think because what Galen Merrick thought was like, are these even my memories? Whose memories are these? Do I did I really go through any of this stuff, or is it are these memories of another me? So he was always left like. He didn't really know who he was because he didn't even know if those memories were even him. So that could even also be Ray. Those little faint memories she has. Are those the, really me? Are, are, are those, is it really her? So it, it, it could fall in that same line, that same boat. You that, know that's I mean? pretty interesting. And yeah. even, you know, with Galen Merrick, you know, you say that there were many, there were clones of him, at least 20 of them, right? Yeah, yeah. They all had the same memory, but mm-hmm. the clones don't. The clones don't, yeah. The clones do not have that ability. Yeah. So yeah. somehow or another, they they actually improved on cloning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Since the since clones were pa- were gone at that point, right? Yeah. At that the point, clones were gone at that point, mm-hmm. and so Galen Merrick they have figured out another way to clone. at At that point, mm-hmm. they figure out another way to clone, but these clones have the memories of the original host. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 And that was a struggle for him. Those nightmares he was having, those dreams, those those memories, those flashes. He was like, "Is that even me? Like, what is going on? Is that was that the one before me? Is this what the the clone before me was feeling? And now I get left with those just because I'm connected to him through DNA or you know whatever." Right, right. Be. That's interesting. Or the cloning process. So yeah, it's it must be tough. Yeah, because you you know, and if you passed away, you could be clone number twenty exactly, and, and all, you'll have. All the memories from the original one, all the way up to nineteen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's something to consider. And the thing why it's safe to consider stuff like that with Ray, because we don't even know where she comes from, anyways. So it's not like even this speculation is far off. No, it's not. No one could tell us like that's not true because they wouldn't know either. No, no, we don't know. We don't know know anything about Ray. We thought we were going to get a chance to know, but we didn't know anything. So for all I know, Ray could she. For all we know, Ray could have been a clone. Ray, yes, she could have been. Ray could have been a clone. Ray. And maybe they indicated to it because they really didn't explain that. True. You know, it, it could have just been a mirror. Mm-hmm. But I found it interesting that there were many of them. But then you bring that Galen Merrick okay. in. Yeah. So yeah. you have to wonder. And, you know, like I said, they improved upon the clones with, as far as from the clones all the way up to Galen Merrick. And yeah. we don't know if it if they did that on on Geonosis. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not. I'm sorry, on... Um, Konomi. K- K- yeah. Um, I never say it right. <laughs> I never Camino. say it. Camino. I never <laughs> say the planet right. But we don't know if they improved upon cloning at that point. Yeah. Yeah. We don't and if know. they, you know, because the planet is probably still there. They didn't blow it out of the water like everything else. No, that, that planet, it still has to be, it still has to be there. I, I don't see it like, yeah. Yeah. I don't see that it would be disappearing either because, you know, there's, there's need for it. Yeah. And, and someone could have been doing some under, un, some really 
dark scientist kind of stuff or doing their own kind of experiments there right, too. Right, right. If it did get maybe shut down as far as like to the masses or maybe to to different people, like some undercover experiments or some different kind of experiments could have been going on. Like, let's take the let's take the cloning pro- uh, uh, process further than what we had what we had right. previously. So right. we don't even know. It, yeah, it's up in the air at this point. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of open interpretation. So I thought that I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. And I think in number he's having such a good time. I know. <laughs> if you hear a little boy, this is Chris. So he's and he's playing with he's all the Star Wars live toys, guys. audience. Yeah, he's the one who has undressed uh, Palpatine. Hi, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> that's, so, that's the best part of today. <laughs> Palpy's sitting there and like, oh my God, he's got his shirt off and everything. He's, he doesn't even have shoes on. Yeah, and no, you he never doesn't. see him like that. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get his clothes back on. Yeah, we gotta we gotta really dress pale. him back. <laughs> The man has not been out anywhere. Yeah, He's pretty fried no. too. <laughs> you know, needs to go to the beach. Yes, yeah, he needs to go to the beach. But he, yeah. his body got pretty bad when he, uh, you know, when he was fighting uh, yeah. Mace Windu. He got pretty beat up. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah. Mace Windu. Mace Windu waited too long. He shouldn't he have. Did. He, he should. shouldn't have looked at Anakin. He should just hit him. I just like. I like how Mace Windu is like really uh, in the in the Clone Wars cartoons, even the animated series that came a little bit before the Clone Wars. He was really suspicious all the time. Anytime someone walked away from him, he was always like, hmm. He never trusted anyone. Well, I don't think he did even. In, anyways, <laughs> yeah. He just, Samuel Jackson just doesn't trust people. <laughs> yeah, he should ha- but he should not have waited. He should have no, just took him out. No, you know, that's the out. two mistakes that, that Obi-Wan did and Mace Windu did. They both just kind of looked. Yeah. Don't look, man. You just, just do it. Yeah, you just got to do it. <laughs> Ask on. questions later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two of the strongest guys, too. Two of the strongest, yes. one of the most smartest Jedi's, too. Yeah, not they, very smart not because yet, <laughs> they got they even got fooled, man. Yeah, oh they gosh. got played. That's yeah, for they sure. did. Yeah, that's that's for sure. <laughs> well, that's gonna do it for us this week. Please look us up on YouTube, on Facebook, on uh, Castbox, on. On Twitter, on on Instagram, on Facebook. Yeah, we said Facebook. Facebook. We're pretty much anywhere. Yeah, yeah. iTunes. iTunes. We're all over the place. Yes, we're we're crawling all all over. (laughs) Hopefully next year we'll be crawling all over the place at Comic-Con. Yes, that's for sure. That's going to happen. And next week our show is going to be all things Clone Wars. Because Clone Wars are back, we're going to be talking about all the our favorite things, anything we loved about it, what stood out for us, and, you know, what was... How do we feel when we watch certain things? Yeah. So that'll be our episode next week. Chris, did you want to say bye to the people? Yes. Chris, come and say goodbye. You want to say that? You want to sing the Star Wars theme song? Yeah. Okay, come do it. Come here. So do it to the microphone. Say, did he forget? He forgot. He knows it. He sings it around the house. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, Chris is playing with Palpatine's boots. But he's been a wonderful guest. He's been our our wonderful audience today. So from all of us here at Radio Geonosis, we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.